Buzzword. There's a lot of history around the time, 20 past four in the afternoon. Oh. It's steeped in uh, folklore and mythology oh, okay. mostly. I think we've got an episode about it. But um, 420, 420, last yesterday there was this huge bust going on in Port St. John's. And it just so happened that the street value was 420,000 rands. <laughs> <laughs> Even the marks have a fucking sense of humor. <laughs> Folks, welcome to the Hotbox Show. Uh, tonight you're joined by myself, Buzz, Joe. James, Jules, and as always, we'll be talking Lang Dang. Bradley, good evening, Brew. You're there already. Hi, He's been camping out on the steps of the hot <laughs> box. <laughs> so, James, thank you very much for coming. Eh? Absolutely. Uh, we had you on a we had a hangout with you the other day that was just not doing it for the viewers because you're the man with a little bit of knowledge that's going to placate a few things. You can just you can be the guy that says it's a grey area. That's my job. That's what I plan to say at lunch. <laughs> and in fact, I think that's the answer, really. Yeah. Uh, Buzz's analogy the other day was, there are parameters around this judgment, you know. It's in a box. We know what the box is, but he says we took a whiteboard marker and rubbed everything out on the inside. Yeah. Well, the strangest thing is that actually the Davis judgment was clearer than what we got from the Concord, I think. Um, I remember the look on your face in the Concord when uh, we basically both clicked at the same time that the police have some astonishing powers at this point because of this judgment to be judge and jury on your plot at two in the morning with an R4. Because yeah. news from the Western Front is that the busts do seem to be continuing. Off and on, yeah, we've, um, I, got a, I got a photocopied warrant at seven o'clock this morning on WhatsApp. Ding, 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 ding. I thought I'd set the alarm for something that I didn't remember. And then it's a bust coming through. And it's not legit. It's not signed. It's like this blanket warrant just to scare the shit out of you at your gate. But the annex here at the end of it says, um, to afford evidence of the commission of the offence, offence, which is you are now behind closed doors, cultivating in private for your own use, but the, the word offence is here, you have to seize the following. And basically it says, all dacha and plants have to be seized. And there were seven plots, all in the same area, outside yeah. Sedgefield this morning, and they got drilled. There's live rounds getting shot towards the dogs, and mm. total terrorising by, guess who? The George Police. Yeah. So they're out of control, so boys and girls, just be cool. Just do what you've been doing all along, and just be cool about your cannabis at the mm. moment, because... As uh, James will tell us now, there is a lot of grey areas going on. We still don't quite know what private is. Um, I had a legal conversation yesterday. Categorically, it means your pockets, your luggage, your car, and yes, you can go to PE with 100 seeds in your pocket. It's absolutely legit that way, but 
if you go down at the airport, you're going to have to find a lot of money to prove all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think the only um, the only area that the Concord was more or less clear about in terms of what's private is your home. Yeah. But uh, the reason why it was mentioning home and that that's a, a safe area is because it was criticizing the Davis judgment on that saying, but, but we can't restrict it to that because what if you've got your weed in your pocket and you walk out? So it went further then and said, therefore, having weed in your pocket must be okay and we must extend the notion of privacy to that. So what we've got out of that judgment is your home and your pocket is safe. We don't know whether your car, your boot, your suitcase, or anything else is private and safe. Because what about the homeless people? They don't have a home. Absolutely. So their pocket is their private space. Their trolley, their whatever, is their private space. No, absolutely. Um, or within the blankets that they sleep in. If it's yeah. not in their pocket, but it's next to them, is that private or not? I mean, honestly speaking, a lot of people sleep on the streets wrapped in blankets and the stuff is not going to be in their pockets. It's going to be on the little box which mm. contains pretty much everything that they have and it'll be on or in there. Now, is that public or not? Exactly. Um, my, private yeah. space is not up to the police discretion. It's the, it's the weight. The weight, again, well, okay. that was another thing in time. Um, okay. so, so the amount was just left wide open okay. by the Concord. Um, which is it, disappointing. Which is absolutely disappointing. It might be worth mentioning because there's a lot of confusion around this that and, uh, in the old, in the very, very old, very, very bad days, uh, I distinguish that between because of there was the post Davis and the yes. pre-Davis and now the pre and post constitutional court decision um, in terms of marijuana, the, there used to be a presumption that if you found a possession of more than 115 grams that you are therefore dealing. It was a presumption. But it was a, a presumption which required you as the accused person to prove um, that you weren't a dealer yes. and for that reason it was found to violate the constitutional presumption of innocence and it was the whole thing was struck down not just the way you were required to prove it the whole thing has been struck down and that's crucial for people to understand it's not the case that there is some sort of presumption that's still in operation but that now it's just a case of that it operates on ordinary presumptions or ordinary rules of evidence it's gone. It's been struck down. Right. Yeah, yeah. So if you are found in possession of more than 115 grams, there is nothing that... It translates into nothing. And for the police to try and say that it translates into anything is an absolute lie. You know, the police are very good at doing that, telling big fat... Oh, yeah, nice. when, when the R4 is out and there's 12 on the plot and they've already shot towards the dog, yeah. you are making very rational decisions at the moment. And I always try yeah. and tell people to film it all, yes. but you've got to have such a presence of mind to do and that. And the footage hard, looks like this. In the middle of this whole traumatizing experience, you're being bullied, they're gaslighting you, they're pushing every yeah. button yeah. to get a reaction out of you to give them more reason to arrest you now for assault um, or resisting arrest yeah. or. It, it, it's to keep yeah. calm. It's excellent advice in any circumstance, whether we're talking about ordinary uh, 
um, ordinarily being pulled off on the side of the road or in relation to being in possession of marijuana or whatever it is, record, 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 record audio. If you can't record video, um, have every device that you possibly can on record, record My favorite piece video. of advice. Dashcam. Get a dashcam. From your mouth to my Get ears. Two dash I now cam. have a dashcam. Four you got a dashcam. I have a dashcam. What does cam. it look like? What's, what do they I do? I can't get the uh, SD card to talk to the laptop, so I don't know. But Did you get it off Wish? No, my mom actually won it in a competition. So is it USB or something? Newspapers. Okay. How does it power up? It's got up? an SD card. It's connected USB. to the uh, electrics of the yeah. car, so when the car's yeah. on. And it's on when the car's and on. When, if, if it yeah. feels a bump or something, it goes ding ding and it gives you 10 seconds before the ding ding and 20 seconds after with audio on, on mine. Okay, yeah. so it's not always recording me saying fucked up shit. No, not always. <laughs> and you get these better models than ours which have got the back camera as well okay. so you can get both ways. And okay. is there a burn the evidence button in case you were the <laughs> no, fucker? But you know the best thing is it's got this little blue light on it so at night when I'm driving, like a granny, um, cars are just pulling away from me because Ooh. they think... Do you, blue lights in this do you remember the video that we showed not so long ago of the guy with the dashboard cam and there's like a transit van in front of the cops and they go whoop whoop to stop the guy and a balloon comes out the window, <laughs> a heating balloon and they've tied the weed to it and, <laughs> <just got>. <laughs> <laughs> and then they stop the car. And <laughs> I mean, I, I hate to be the geek um, to say... Um, to talk about, about mm. dash cams, but people get dash cams and it's along the same lines as you want to record absolutely everything. If I could strap a GoPro to my head um, <laughs> every day, um, except for maybe, my wife would say maybe three minutes, uh, I would, say, I would <laughs> yeah. say more like 20 minutes um, at night, then I would do that. Um, and it's absolutely, it would save my ass so often. Um, recordings have saved my ass so often, so, but on dash cams. Get two dash cams. Put one in the front of your car and one at the back of your car. And if you're going to invest in a dash cam, people, they are now incredibly cheap. But get one that stays on for 10 or 5 minutes after you switch the car off. Well, I've got a dash cam right in my hand, yeah. Mine does. When you bump it when it's parking, yeah. it records. Yes. I'd like one, however, that auto-saves to the cloud so that there's no cop pulling an SD card out and trying to destroy it. Maybe we need a NARC cam. It must be. No, Black box for NARCs. Yeah, the that's what it has to be, a NARC cam. It goes yeah. out. It goes off onto the cloud. Knock on thy knock. <laughs> but now, the devil's advocate to me, because I look a lot at the data and like how things are still very racially biased in the U.S. in terms of arrest, arrest quotas. And even in places like Colorado, you know, white kids, not arrested so much anymore. But somehow black kids, for the same weed crime, arrest yeah. rates have gone up. So I think paradoxically, with decriminalization, there may be inadvertently situations where people are now going, it's decriminalized, and now they may get a, actually get arrested. So do you think we may, in some situations like now, see arrest ratios actually go up? in decriminalization. Well, yesterday there was no arrests. There was just terrorist tactics. They're not arresting anyone because they know they're not, it's not going to stick because they know that's not a legit piece of paper. They know they've cut the gate locks off for no apparent reason and they know they've shot live rounds out of, an, out of a gun that they have to account for. Yeah. So they're not after any protocols here. They're just thugs at the moment. But, caveat, it is George Cops and we know the George Cops are, are lunatics. 
Please don't come visit us, George Cops, no. if you're white. Yeah, no, George Cops, you're not going to get through the gate. You don't come to us. We've got Please like don't. 10 dash cams for those dudes. Yeah. <laughs> we got 4K. So we, um, we know of two buses on the south coast that were transporting one and a half kilos yeah. apiece. Mm -hmm. So there's a grey area that, was, that has to be tested and there is a docket. So it has to be proved. Yeah. But there again, from magistrates to high court and stuff, oh, 50, 60 grand that they don't have. Yeah. Um, what else have we got? Uh, we've got a guy's had his seeds destroyed in front of him by the SAP at Goodwood Sorting Office this oh. week. What? They crushed the seeds. Crushed them. They crushed the seeds in front of the guy. The guy came up. Was what they boots? Well, it's easy to crush a seed. I don't know. Yeah. One what by one. one. What did they do with it? I don't know. They just destroyed the seeds in front of him. Great quote. It came up. Yeah. So, um, but I know of somebody who had a conversation with somebody. Now he was baited to go to the post office to collect his seeds, and he got hold of us and said, "Fuck! What do I do? What do I do? The cops are going to be waking." We said, well, you only, "You'll only know when you get there." Yeah. Yeah. And he just charged him four hundred bucks import duty. Uh, so bring the seeds in and overgrow the government. That's what we're telling you. Just bring the seeds in, and if it says we'd like to see you, you have got a right to have whatever <laughs> there is in that packet. Because the minute you become a felon if you grow 6,000 of them to sell. Yes. But if you got a pack of 10 from England, it says souvenir seeds only. What, are they, what, what is it? Another grey area, James. Well, look, I mean, the, the judgment said if you want it, uh, you've got to grow it yourself. So you're going to have to get seeds from something. <laughs> so. Grow it from what? <laughs> yeah, grow yeah. it from what? Yeah. Cuttings. Yeah. From friends. Must but I, then they fall into the gift um, thing, which we started yeah. talking about last time as well. They were very, very clear in that Concord judgment about what they thought about dealing. Mm. It's absolutely lockdown tight. There is yes. no way they can make a comment on it at all. They can't condone it in any way. So dealing is now this loaded word out of the tabloids. That yeah. it's, um, Which completely blocks industry. Oh, well, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're, that's for the government to yeah. decide now. So that's where we come in as civil society. We police these guys all the way mm. with the outcomes document mm. and say this is what we suggest. Mm. Because at the end of the day, there's 900,000 cannabis farmers in the country and they're not all going to get a license. It's crazy to even no. think that they are. So there's a long way to go yet with the legislators. Right. Anyway, Jeffrey Tracy, he's from, How's where are we, Grahamstown. And we got no, they changed the name just down the road. And our oh. other live guest, Brandon Orette, is coming round the back of a roadblock through four ways. Uh, <laughs> I bet they crashed these pups too. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, guys at home, I think what I'd like to start making a bit of a, a tradition for each episode is tell us at home what you're blazing and how you're blazing it. Are yeah. you vaping? Are you dabbing? Are you bonging? Are you spliffing? Are you schnaffing? Are you suppositoring? Are you edibling? Yeah. And, and you, what is it? And if you are suppository, what flavour is it? Mmm. He's still laughing now. I wonder if anybody's <laughs> ever tried to laugh I know there must be a YouTube video about that. Yeah, the boogers must be. Somebody cut. must be stupid. We'll wait for Dan to get back. We're missing Dan terribly. Dan, yeah. dude. Dan. Is DJ P around? I don't see DJ P around. No, the dude's probably grass. I know. Hello, buddy. We'll see you at the weekend. Yellow Man. Hey, Yellow Man. He's to topping his pipe with hash and a dab. Uh, but he's quite hardcore. Cool. Can I have one of those? Thanks. Mm, yeah, let's get hot. So let's this is um, this is a live run of a w winter harvest that shouldn't have grown, but we just had we just had to prove global warming actually because there hasn't been any frost in Joburg for so long. People are now doing winter harvests because they're not going to get killed. So this is a winter harvest that wasn't really mature, but it was going to 
veg immediately, so yeah, guys. It was something like a lemon haze, and it's it's completely delicious. Vanessa Brass, hello, Vanessa. Hello, oh, <coughs> Very nice to see you. Mm -hmm. And Damien Clayton's doing a Buddha cheese joint. <coughs> well, that'll put his lights out. That sounds like it'll float by. Yeah, no, that'll float everybody's by. Buddha cheese joint. And yellow one's got some sweet looking purple haze and a dank kiff making fat bong. Have you checked Warren's bong? Red. Yes. Do you remember that bong he brought onto the show? It hadn't been cleaned for about a month. But that wasn't for lighties or for sissies, that bong. Skanky thing. No, it's not it. Terrible. Oh, there's a lot of cheese going around. It looks like we've got a lot of people coming in from Cape Town. It's one of the most popular, it is the most popular brand of smoke in Cape Town. There's people in Cape Town, it's like a license to print money, clones of a cheese, it's a, it's a strain called cheese. Oh. And it has now become so ingrained in culture, it's not, it's, when you say I want cheese, you don't really mean, mean. you want cheese, okay. you just want something as strong as Good that. Oh, it's like really a benchmark yeah. of strength. Of it's like I want fucking grade. Yeah, I want grade, bro. I've yeah. got a lot to learn. Quite I know you don't have to learn. No, I just, uh, just observe. To watch the show. Watch the show. <laughs> watch this space. The things you do know more than make up for the things you don't know. White oh. widow pipes, super silver haze joints. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the oaks aren't fucking around. Uh, no one say Tari or Swazi, yeah? Come on, oaks. No. Uh, oh no, hang on. No, there's some, no, Tomas Giori. Some seedless coming from Swazi. Legend. And uh, it's cheese country, that's exactly what it is. And th somebody called Bersha Brady is tending to the born free baby plants. Oh. It's the born free generation! The born free generation! And we worked out that anybody that was born last century, if you have a benchmark of 18 years old, it's now 2018, September 2018 is the judgment, then anybody born September. Okay. This year, this all those century, millennium buggers. The, yeah. yeah, they will never know cannabis prohibition. Uh, much. much, much. They'll never mm. know cannabis with total prohibition. They'll know it with lots of grey areas. Yeah. At least we knew where we stood two weeks ago. We were just enemies of the state. Now we haven't got a clue <laughs> what we are. Now the twilight zone. That's awkward. We're not sure because now it's like our first date with Mary Jane, and we're not sure if we can publicly <laughs> go to first base. <laughs> Or if we should just go for third. <laughs> it's all in the air. But now I want to. I want to throw like. Hopefully, in a year's time, we'll be able to revisit this question I'm about to ask because, dude, I've been following the boring news for so long. Will decriminalisation lead to a price bubble pop in a year's time? Will will weed effectively be cheaper a year from now? Because of decriminalization. Oaks and Oaks? Mm, yeah, what do you think? Will the bubble then pop? Guys in the studio, mm. will the bubble then pop in a year's time? I'm not so sure your year's quite right, but it, is, it will do. It but will I think slowly deflate, definitely. Yeah. As people are growing their own and learning how to grow their own nicely, uh, yeah, yeah, personal sales will drop down. I think for medical and stuff like that, it, it may stay. They're going to tax the shit out of it when it becomes medical. Yeah, but not then. As long as the people now, can pay back from medical but, aid. But, but like, you know, it's illegal to trade, so it's 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 a moot point. Yeah, we're still oh, come on. <laughs> this ain't no fucking SABC 3, 8 o'clock in the morning. You will it what? come down the price for the oaks? Yes, it will, because yeah. everyone's going to have kilos in four months' time. By Easter, 
on the high felt there's yeah. going to be so much weed they won't know what to do with it I've grown light weed root look at my weed nobody's got a market for it you think there will be like a surplus and the prices will even potentially will there be a weed session well I think when people realise how much weed they have grown they're going to learn to make oil very quickly because they won't know what to do with all their weed they will grow far too much weed for the people that they know because the people they know are growing weed for the people they know so yeah it will get quite hectic um, I'm going to look over to our guests over here you live in Deep Slut, yeah? there's not many people can grow in Deep Slut, no? no there's no, no space there's no, no, all the houses have got no garden they've got nothing no, you so where you just got to buy it, yeah? So there's not many places in Deep Slut that you could grow anything, no? Without it either being stolen or pulled out by the church or something. Even though you can grow it, perhaps someone, I mean, some people can just, you know, steal it. It's not safe. It's not safe. You see, that's a huge issue. It's a very important point because if you want it, then according to Justice Zondo and the entire court, and the entire bench, Absolute unanimous judgment mm -hmm. said if you want it, you've got to grow it, but if you don't have the ground and you can't grow it, what are you going to do? So they recognize you're right, but at the same time, you've got to have ground. If you don't have ground, your right is not recognized. That's right. So do you need to find somebody with a nice piece of ground and who's willing to subdivide it and rent it out? Well, that's when we get to the realms of having a cooperative and there is somebody close to Tabo's house that has got land, like Puwai or somebody, yeah. they got a couple of acres and then they can grow and you are part of a community that, yeah. um, that no money gets exchanged. But we've had this whole thing last night with the lawyers battling it out, what the difference between barter, trade and dealing is. Yeah. And it is so cerebral, it's, it lost me after the first four hours. <laughs> and you can talk about it for at least eight because it's it, it's it's absolutely it's, crazy. That's the way the law works. But let's let's get okay. Let's get that was fun now. But let's get down to brass tacks. Okay, you think it's going to go down? I think it's going to go down. Do you think it's from outsiders pure pure outsiders perspective? Going to go down? I, I've never thought that being asked an economics question ever bother to ask me and apparently you can say whatever the hell you like whatever the person <laughs> nobody, because nobody knows yeah so on economics mm, I would guess that the price is going to go down because the constitutional court says people stop buying it grow it mm. and of course everybody listens to the court yeah yeah I, I believe the prices are going to come down I think it's going to be a bit of a roller coaster for a bit while everybody sort of figures out what's happening and it'll it'll settle into its own groove, which I think will be a little bit lower than what it is now. Mm. And you? But not substantially. What do you reckon? I reckon it's going to hold firm. Yeah, well, it will. I'm going to hedge my bets. I reckon it's going to hold firm for about two years. Two years. Mm. So that's and then like, it might go up or down from there. So that's two harvests on the high felt or in Cape Town, maybe four at the coast. Yeah. So I think so everyone must try in Swaziland. Mm. It's such an economic thing to no. say. And then from there it could go up or down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, because then we know the rules. Yeah. yeah. But right now in the limbo, I think yeah. it's going to hold. I know some people grow for themselves, but also I, I, I generally I tiptoe around medical because I always feel like I'm not qualified to really give context in a medicinal thing. But realistically to me, what I see at the moment is older people and medicinal users 
been the, the biggest new market category. So that other thing is going to carry on as it does in Deep Slurt yeah, and yeah. around us and all that. But those people who are looking for it are looking for it now. Yes. They haven't got six months or six weeks no. or some of them even six fucking days. Yeah. Imagine being in that situation. Um, so I think that's going to be what what the betting man would watch. Um, I reckon it's already happening. It's yeah. already coming over the Swazi border on mass now. They've already got a harvest <laughs> going because of their climate. The Ponderland's already got plants that are a meter high ready to rock. They've done a winter crop, so it's coming. And um, you know, I read a, a thing about the Ponderland the other day in one of the newspapers that some of the growers just aren't happy. They feel threatened because of the very thing yeah. we're talking about. Prices are going to drop. Yeah. But because they don't have to hide, they can hide it in plain sight now. They can grow more on better fertile ground and not up in the mountains on a 40 degree slope. So I think they're, they're, it's unfounded, their fears. I think they just haven't thought about it too deeply yet. Yeah. And it, right now, it's going to be survival of the fittest. If you grow shit weed, yeah. you're not going to be able to sell it anymore. No, well that's it. The, I mean, the standard's going to go up quite quickly. Being able to grow out in the open gives you time to be able to actually be out there tending to your plants and making sure you're growing better quality. Yeah. I think. And the more seeds coming through good with the better. Mm. Uh, King and Schaefer, hello. And, oh, Dave Fisher. Oh, Dave Fisher. Hello, Dave Fisher. Hi, He's Dave. the man... With the it, the outdoor cookies that are brought back from the um, south coast. Yes. Jesus, remember that stuff I brought back? That was like face melting. There was some outdoors. stuff from last week you brought back, yes. and you smoked all of it without sharing any with me. Uh, and the no. guy was like, "How was that shit?" And I said, "Well, apparently everyone says it was good." Kamikaze, <laughs> no, he had a, a, a grandma chemo. It was lovely. Remo chemo? Remo chemo. We yeah. smoked the that whole gram really on nice. the show. No, no, left. you smoked it in front of me. You never left it's the It's like you were begging my chick in front of me. Well, you know. that was for me. <laughs> it wasn't for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know the size of my pipes, like, it's like three quarters of a grandma pipe. So. <laughs> Anyone, uh, guys at home, what do you think? Do you think the bubble's going to pop? Uh, yeah, what do you think out there in Facebook and YouTube land? There's two streams going on here. It's actually quite astonishing what's You're going on. Wielding, the feeds are doing great, yeah. <laughs> Welcome everybody, it's really cool to see um, the hairy farmer. A porcupine can fix your crop in one night. <laughs> True story, yeah. You do not need a porcupine on your farm. And somebody, Martin Latham's dreaming about ripping up next door's tennis court to plant a um, yeah, Raz Yellow, for, for sure, man. We can manufacture and supply to each other in a private cannabis club space. Why not? And I have to tell you, James, in Sedgefield, you know, after the <coughs> judgment, we literally got on a plane and came, went back to PE. The next evening, we were in, Sedge, in uh, Neisner, mm. and because it was owned by the person who rented it, the, the owner of the club said, well, this is a private space, and you're all my guests. So at the very first ever Dacha Couple presentation, 24 hours after the judgment, the people were blazing in the crowd at yeah. the nice <laughs> the Yacht Club. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that, that would be right. As Just as much as this is a, right. a private yeah. space right now by virtue of, and this is important yeah. that everybody here consents. If there was somebody who didn't consent, it would turn it, ironically, into a public space and become... You see, that's where the, there's nothing just about the law. 
It's a nose bullshit. It's terrible. It's the technicalities. It's technicalities. I can't do yeah. it any longer. I want a job change. So, no, yeah. you don't. No, we don't. Because <laughs> we're going to talk about how good our jobs were now. now. Can I ask <laughs> how are we doing on Brandon? Brandon's <laughs> coming. It's, he's cool. He's cool. Said, should we kick, should we kick the, the motoring thing up a kick bit? Kick it up a little bit, yeah. We'll okay, cool. Is it cool if we kick up the motoring thing? But I want to go to the next thing, I hope. Yeah. Uh, prices will definitely go down, says Arno. The guys are setting up three plus gross setups a week for yeah. clients. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's private space stuff. Yeah, but I think there's going to be a lot of school fees. I think, you know, also the betting man, I'd save all my money because I think in about eight months' time, Gumtree's going to be full of grow tents on special. Used half ones. Please ask the lawyer, Kamikaze, yeah, man. Uh, when, when is it private and when is it public? Sure. We don't know. Camo, we, don't, so, we don't know. So your home is private so long as there's not somebody in your home who objects to you using cannabis in his presence or her presence. Um, and it, pretty much any dwelling or space where there's a bunch of people who agree to the use of it would be private and from the constitutional court we have the benefit of knowing that your pocket is a private space if you leave your dwelling but other than that um, that's about the extent of the law on everything else we're guessing so when it comes to your car we don't know um, one may guess by implication it must be the case for instance that your boot must be a private space, but there's no law on it. And there's no amount because one and a half kilos was deemed as dealing by a cop who took them in. But if you have another cop <laughs> at another time, at another place, in another situation, two kilos might get you through the roadblock because they understand. Well, so, you see, I, I kind of pushed my luck last weekend. I was making major hot box in my car yeah. in a Parking lot outside a <laughs> barnyard theatre. <laughs> 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 we hotboxed that motherfucker so bad you couldn't see through the window. <laughs> and I had my hotbox shirt on. So, I, you know, I, I probably, the security guard didn't seem to mind. Everybody in the car was consenting. Mm, yeah, but the, the, one was really impressed. Yeah. <laughs> You're on the risk of somebody minding. No, you see, I know I pushed my lap, but I knew I'd parked out the way. And Merton and I always say, at the end of all of our presentations, we say, be cool to the other people, the outsiders, because we're trying to integrate this into the, into the community. We're trying to integrate ourselves into the mainstream of life. So don't piss them off quite yet. And I, I'm the one who also says, be careful, be yeah. cautious, but yeah. don't do what I do, just do what I say. <laughs> no, no, no. no. What, what, sorry. Go ahead. What you, what you did seem perfectly legit, everything's good, except if you were in possession of too much. Too much. No. Oh, too much. That's, that's, that's my favorite thing. much, too much. One and a half grams with me. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I didn't push my but you could have been selling half of it to a 13-year-old. That's the problem. So that's the problem. That is that the cops can say that Half of the two grams that you have on you, you were going to sell to someone else. And therefore, you're a dealer. And that's why they arrested you. And frankly, the law permits them to do that. And that's the biggest downfall of this judgment, is that it gives that wide, massive discretion. So, I mean, while we're on the point of amounts, the amount is 
um, whatever is reasonable to have. Yeah. Now, yeah. unfortunately, that doesn't address um, whether you're the sort of person who likes to smoke from the morning to the evening. Mm -hmm. What is the reasonable dacha user? We don't know. It's undefined in the law. Certainly, you can imagine because it's, yeah. never, there's never, it's, it's been never illegal been, until now. Right. A month's worth? Yeah, so, that's a, so do you, do you smoke from the morning to the evening? Are you a planner? Are you allowed to be a reasonable sort of um, planner when it comes to the use yeah, of marijuana? Yeah, go and get yourself a month's supply because yeah. it's 100 k's away. All project managers or, would be like that. They would be like, no, come on, I need to have a book. Who pays retail? Yes. <laughs> so do you buy in bulk to save yourself? Yeah. Right. I mean, is that reasonable or unreasonable? Right. Um, how much wine know. is too much wine? Uh, how much, how much yeah. tobacco is too much tobacco? Yeah. How much pornography is too much pornography? Yeah, if, if this studio was up to our eyeballs in porno, booze and tobacco, Nothing. they would be completely cool. Yeah, it would. Yeah. I bet YouTube wouldn't mind too much either. No, they would still be putting Merc adverts and everything else. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> 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 Yes, this joke. Well, there's some people out there who like under 18 shit, you know. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. No, no, this ain't that show. If you want to go to that show, you go to www.romancatholics.com. <laughs> 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 I know he keeps having continuous laughs from people on the phone with 2k budgets that want to set a grow up. <laughs> they, got, they need more than 2k's worth of seeds. One day, we go, one day you're going to open that Caxton fucking newspaper and there's going to be the Boulder special. Fucking dear, I want to grow as beginner special for two well, grand, that, dude. Remember there so was I that imagine. ad floating around for, that somebody had bought a cannabis plant um, at Builder's Warehouse. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah, <laughs> I screen grabbed it. No, I've kept it. I must find it. I will, I'll have it for next week. Or somebody um, send it to me. But uh, seriously, it was like Strubin's Valley Builder's uh, Warehouse sold. Uh, it was in with the daisies, but there was dink in the cannabis plant in there. So, hashtag builders. Hashtag builders, yeah. 99 they paid for that. <laughs> so, there's a, there's a question here. Um, again, what's the maximum of plants you can have in a private space? But a question like that is all geared towards the smoking of a psychoactive plant. But nobody thinks about, as Jeremy put last week, what if I have 100 grams of hemp seed in my diet every day and I want to grow my own hemp seeds? So now there's two kilo. T t there's six thousand hemp trees to seed out for your yeah. year's nutrition. It's Again, that could be argued. Yes, it's absolutely arguable. Along the same lines of, what if I use my marijuana to bathe in it because it helps my eczema? No, my no, athlete's foot. Yeah, it would. So I need cheese for my athlete's foot. So if you're growing once, you're growing years. Cheddar cheese. That's so, so true. Uh, it's, the same, it's the same problem, and the, the law doesn't have any concept of how much is reasonable to have. Right. Uh, uh, but the cops have this vision, all of that for two generations, what well, is completely unreasonable to have. And that, that's been implanted by the old presumption, yeah. which has been found to be unconstitutional. Totally, yeah. So it's unlawful to even think that way. But also, I feel like if we. If we get to the sweet and short of that question, as things stand, that question is essentially a loaded question because the OG format of that question is how long is a piece of string? Pretty we much. don't know right now. We don't know right now, and you have to be able—you you have to have a really good reason why you got two hectares of plants. 
and if you've got money and plants all in the same place at the same time, they're not going to believe a word you say because the street value of thing is imprinted in their brain. Um, <coughs> Simon Farrell's got a question. Who buys weed? <laughs> uh, Simon, I like that question. Travis in Durban. Hello, Travis, Hi, joining Travis. us. Uh, I'd send you some weed for asking that question, but apparently you don't need any. So, yeah. but good question. Yeah, well, 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 <coughs> and I would advise against sending it. Yes. <laughs> At least not in the post. Yeah. Courier. So, Courier. Yeah, no, we'll do that. We'll give our official endorsement. I'm sure Builders is going to be busy tomorrow morning. It's 8 o'clock for 12.95 weed plants. Fucking Builders. No, look, that was like a year or so ago. Oh, That's okay. why I'm going to have to dig No, I can't. It's, it, it must have been some sort of Canadian maple bonsai or something. All right, Canada. Canada. Ding, ding, ding. So I'm going to feel like a fish out of water here because I'm not sure any of you will appreciate this as much, but I'll get somewhere with it in the end. <laughs> This was in Narcity.com. It tunes Canada's first ever weed games bar just opened up in Vancouver. Nice. Canada's first ever weed arcade bar just opened, in, opened up in Vancouver and customers are loving it. We're not entirely surprised. Vancouver is known for hosting an epic annual 420 party in the streets and beaches in the downtown core. So we're not shocked that it's home to Vancouver's first ever games bar. And this place's title, in nice 8-bit score i mean eight, eight bit font yeah. is high score oh nice <laughs> and they say essentially what it is is this this thing wasn't it's not very original they said this was actually in response to the fact that all over canada millennials are now growing up and want to go out to bars and that that resonate with them so if there was a bar for me nearby that was full of arcade machines and that fucking air hockey and time crisis I would fucking be there. I would have a, an account there so I don't have yeah. to pay shit ever yes. and just walk in and smoke my weed and jam my chance. Oh, and with your tokens, you get weed instead of stupid fucking toys. <laughs> the claw machine. You're The bottom line is, if, if this is a private space and we have the use of it from the owner of the space and it's all been condoned, we could do the same thing here, surely. Don't give In me theory. ideas. Oh, right now, we could, we, we could do the James. James. <laughs> 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 I've called it. <laughs> <laughs> the, name's, the name's Grant. James I had a Matrix moment. Called it. Because you you would you would be restricted by having to use your own, which you have grown, okay. and you would have had to bring it from home with you, from your garden. Yes. I mean, that's how restrictive the judgment is. So, um, we're all good and legal here because it's a public space where everybody's consenting, but in addition, everybody is using their own homegrown stuff, right? And that's yeah. why we're good. Um, but a club which opened would inevitably involve whether you pay some sort of cover, the transfer, transfer of stuff which isn't yours. Um, inevitably, there would be some sort of purchase. Even if there was a donation involved, it would cross the boundaries of that judgment. No gifting, people. Yeah, no. it essentially doesn't feel like it can pass hands. Mm. But also, the way I... So you can correct me if I'm wrong, yeah? The way I read the Constitutional Court ruling was that they, they could have made a decision about dealing, but that the original case by Prince and Acton didn't speak to dealing. So, in a way, they were hamstrung on that decision. Do you think that was the mood? Or they were like, we just can't touch this, it's too hot in that sense? 
I, I think that they restricted themselves to the privacy question, which is effectively what was put before them. Um, and I, I, I wouldn't say that the con court is scared to go pretty much anywhere because they, they've gone some crazy places, right? Mm. Um, but I, I do think that it was unfortunate that they didn't address other rights. That's all I, all I can say. And because of that, I think that's where we are. Did they perhaps give us this sort of like half judgment so just to get us off their backs for a while so that they can finish focusing on everything else that's coming to them at the moment? No, I think it's, it's a question of, of whether you um, trust their integrity and, and I think we can implicitly okay. trust their, their integrity. Uh, I think it's just that they were asked a bad question which could have been formulated better. Um, the case that was put before them um, was a case that we um, we didn't want before them. We wanted a different case, yes. which was yeah. far wider. We wanted Myrtle and Jules's case. We wanted a question that raises to? all yeah. of the questions, not just one which required them to answer the privacy question. Yeah. And they answered that one. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Special I made it, I made it, I made it, I made it. Special guest. Welcome. Are we? Brandon, so, this so is so much for the job of Kathy. This is James, not Brown. Yes, how's it? Small world, eh? Yeah, welcome. Sorry, you had to dodge 18, right? How are you? I'm fine, how are you? I'm glad you're involved, man. Join the Q advocate of note. He's really been so helpful. So, you, the last couple of weeks you've been bored, eh? No, the opposite. I've been reading that judgment going, what, what do we do now? What's happened with the phone calls, though? Have they... Yeah, no, the phone calls have gone very, very quiet. Charlie's only getting questions like, can I buy seeds now? Yes. Yeah, because he's a, because a, you know, a hotline of picking Charles' brain. Well, there's that in the teenagers. But um, there are tricky things to do and it's all retro as well. Everybody before the judgment is still in the mix. There's 109 stays of prosecution that is also a whole story because technically if you're on a possession or a cultivation charge you're off the hook and technically if you're on a dealing charge like Myrtle and I you still have to face the music. Yeah, bad people like you. Are. Bad people like me. I'm dealing in drugs, eh? Drugs, not weed. Drugs. And at the bottom it says at the very bottom of the affidavit thing, it says dealing in superweed. And we thought, which, 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 we don't get to see, is, is, that, a, is, that, a, is that a compliment or an insult? No, no, it's totally a compliment. I can't wait for the day that I go, so what are you smoking? Yes. Oh, I'm smoking uh, uh, the DC, man. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know it's a DC? Well, you have one hit in there, and then you get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> based on Jeremy's judgment now has to go back and finish their cases, yes. And everybody who has a judgment, ba a stay based on waiting for Myrtle and Jules's, their stay stays in place. That would be right. That would, that would be slightly too technical for what's actually got to happen. Right. So something that might be useful for people to know is what is the law now? And what can you be found guilty of based on whenever you were arrested? So the answer to that is that effectively there are two time frames. And the time frame is 
um, BD, right? Before Davis? Yes. And after Davis. BD. BD. After Davis. And the reason. And And the reason why there aren't three time frames, sort of before Davis and then between Davis and the Concord and then after the Concord is because the Concord said we endorse what Davis said to this extent. So effectively it was saying we agree with you Davis and we're agreeing with you that you as if you had said at that moment in time this and saying this is what prevails from that moment in okay. time forward. So two time frames. Okay. So if you were bust before Davis, you are in more trouble than if you. You're in the same amount of trouble. Yeah. But you have a little bit you, more on, roast. The, on the dealing. Yeah. On the dealing. Yeah, on the dealing. You basically are relying on the mood of the judge of the day. Well, we all, they have to prove that we were dealing. Yeah. And if you haven't got any proof of dealing because there wasn't, we just had, you know, a kilo of weed yeah. in the house for a rainy day. So that, so basically your week was sorted. The week was sorted. I didn't so have to go out to after the day. Yeah. <laughs> we've, got, we've got two very good questions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How are Let's we fire off with Emil Fissus. Away. Uh, there we Hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. Uh, how are you, right? So, Emil says this can also be applied to your front lawn that's public but not private. The area where you can be arrested for indecent exposure if you are naked. Is public. So what he's saying, so private property may be private in the sense of you think it's up to your front yeah, that's wall, the bit you own. but if you're growing your cush right there as kids are walking by, is that still private or is that public? That, it'll be theft. True story. My funny thing is that I'm going three or four days after we had, uh, we'd been at the, um, uh, the court. There was this, I don't know if it's true or not, but there was this case that somebody had, after all these years, reported another person, his neighbor, for stealing his weed. <laughs> he went right. to the cop shop and said, hey, buddy, that's like... Well, um, we had uh, an instance in Annadale yesterday morning in the magistrate's court. Not only did the defendant get his weed back there and then, <laughs> it was suggested that he sued the cops for wrongful yep. arrest. Yep. So there's more human interaction. Can you believe that? Yeah, Same I mean, an interesting fact thing on, on, on Bobby Green, thing. he was saying that since the, um, the law has changed, this what's changed? The law? Yes. What's right. changed? Right, well, paranoia levels. Yeah. They've wow, definitely dude. changed. But, but the old school smokers, who oh, no, we'll never get over it. I, I, I was saying to a friend of mine the other day, everybody's jumping on the, on, the, on the weed wagon and I'm going, sorry if I swear, but fuck all of you that haven't been involved and weren't part of the revolution before it was legal and pushing that movement and, and living with that fear, as, yeah. as you would know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of, of the fear of yeah. what if, what, how. We're not completely out of the out of the cack with that yet, but the more you know your rights and the more you research what happens at that point-blank instance when the cop has a bolt cropper at your gate, that's the bit that you have to kick into. Uh, yeah. There's rightful and wrongful arrest and the cops 
likely are wrongfully arresting you right from the word go. Because if he has got a bolt cutter and he hasn't got a piece of paper to go with it, yeah, he's fucked from the start. He yeah. really is. There's no conviction. There's nothing. The but the problem is that is do, do the cops know that? Do the cops know that, that as they're doing that, they're breaking the law? That they, they are going to be. Caught? I don't think they actually do. I, 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 I don't think they care, but I also think that there's probably a, a number of them that don't really know. That's my point. They're just doing what they get told. Their commanders saying, I want numbers. Screws. Numbers. Cool. cool. So let's get. There was a. We didn't. <coughs> yeah, we didn't get. Is, so is your front. Could I grow weed on my front lawn? I don't <coughs> think whether side. it's your ground or not affects whether it's private or not. Um, in the sense of um, where you grow it. I think the privacy issue comes around to um, where you keep it and where you use it. So if I grow it, um, let's say, outside of my property, but it's somebody else's property, that doesn't mean that it's public just because it's not on my ground. Um, I think, I don't think it would matter where your ground literally ends. Okay, okay cool. so if it had some really opaque shade around, opaque plastic around mm. it, that you couldn't really, you could see it was a plant, but it's not offensive enough to be weed, it's just generally a plant. That could be private, because only you could see it. But you know what that would be like, is then you'd get kids googly-eyeing at it through the plastic, like it's you're trying to tune in it, skill them, <laughs> to see the late night, rescue diaries. <laughs> oh, oh, buzz, 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 here's my view on that. I believe, from my point of view, is that as kids, yeah. teenagers, when someone says you don't do it, what, do you, what is the first thing you do? You go, oh, oh, no, 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 no. sounds fun. <laughs> so, 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 so I, I truly believe, in it, and, and it's not just an idea that I have, it's facts that have been based in, in Portugal, in all those places where they've actually seen the use of drugs drop, yeah. the, the dependency drop, the, 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 the amount of people going into rehabs drop. So my thing is, 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 is if we, as, human, as humans, and I could be wrong, I could be totally wrong, but we hate the word don't and do not because for me and for you, it's taking away my freedom to go, screw you. Mm -hmm. This, my friend, is, is it's a, I'm committing a, 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 a crime that has no victim. Yeah. I'm the victim. of. I make the choice to take a cigarette Put it in my mouth, take a joint, put it in my mouth, take the worst kind of drug. Sugar. Yeah, shame on you, bro. Put it in my mouth. Who gave him that shit? Exactly. But that's my choice. I, you said to me, would you like? I said, yes, please, I would. Yeah, that, is my, that is my choice. And so, it's not going to help you kill anybody, unlike alcohol, which will help you kill somebody. Our perfect example of, of the day that we had yesterday. On the track. Oh, no, 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 no. What? What? We haven't got to that what? yet. We yeah, waited for you. We had a we, we had a policeman who was there whatever we did. And he said to me straight He said to me, the biggest problem that he has ever faced as a policeman, as a serving cop in the, the South African police force, police service, sorry. Old school. Um alcohol. Always alcohol. Abuse, alcohol. Guaranteed. Accidents, alcohol. Guaranteed. This, alcohol. Yeah. This, alcohol. I said to you, man, how many times did you say to me, well, the one time that he had to go and report about weed smoking, it was like, hey, bro, it's all good. Come in, sit down, have coffee. What do you want to talk about? Your neighbor said you got smoke, you smoke weed. Yeah. Ooh. There it is. Happy to roll it for you. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. How would you like it? We'd like a bomb. Um, here's a question, but we know, we kind of know sort of the answer. 
somebody, Crixis Aurelius. Do you guys think that SA will actually make a breakthrough in all aspects of legal, like medicinal and recreational yes. and yes. industrial? Yes. My answer to that is they have to, because in two years' time, the, the, it, the law has to change into something, and it can't remain the way it is, because there's so many outside powerful interests need a, in on this, yeah. this multi-billion dollar industry, they're going to be bending the government's ideas yeah. backwards and up their asses to get into pole position for what's available to trade. And so for sure, there will be medicine, there will be hemp, there will be everything you desire, but the government has to come up with it and not the judge. The judge has laid the path open and cured everyone's paranoia, and it really is profound what has happened. The, the world is in awe, the cannabis world, and all the emails we're getting from around the world. We even had a high school kid from California, yeah. from the local, San Francisco, um, San Bernardino High School male. What's, what do you mean by human rights? We've got medical here. What do you mean that everybody can do it? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. what? I'll wake up every morning, Jules, down. Smell the roses. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke the roses. Yeah. Smoke the roses. <laughs> and I think it's going to take a while for us to get over that because regardless of the fact, I think the, and that's going to be great for the younger generation of, of growers. And, yeah, they and, never and know. They're never going to know the fear. Yeah, right. The anxiety. Well, but you in the roadblock now. <laughs> <laughs> My basic, they've been drinking. I don't drink. But... <laughs> <laughs> My pockets are still. <laughs> <laughs> what is that smell? It's the smell of freedom. Baby. What's that beer for? I like it in my bong. <laughs> <laughs> Did he just wind down the window and do a bluntly on? Yeah, Hi, how are you? Hi. I'm fine, how are you? Cool. So we went we went super scenic there. There was um, there was a question from a guy called where who or something like that i'm going to answer your question straight now his question was what about importing seeds yeah i saw that it's a transaction it's illegal yeah. oaks are still doing it give it a shot take the guaranteed option if you go to attitude or somewhere you can do the extra 90 100 bucks if they'll keep sending it till it gets through and you get a free cap and a free t-shirt and a free sometimes a free mug <laughs> and another message i've got for you is if you're going to start bringing in seeds consider going to a uk seed bank and getting away from a netherlands postcode on the on the label yeah. And there is this, there's a lot of UK things at the bottom of it says stealth. And just pay the price and go for stealth shipping because the last seeds we got in from the UK, we, we opened the packet and it was like the, a kiddie's toy in a, a trade sample of a plastic kid's toy like Lego. And we opened it up and there's like, there's nothing but just bits of toy. Well, they had a molded little compartment. You needed a screwdriver to get them out of the little join that was in the Meccano oh, thing. And there they were. There's the 10 seeds, but they were stealth. Cryptic. Cryptic. Yeah. West well. Coast, man. I'm, I'm always David right Carver is good as me. Dave, good. Hey. Hello, Brew. Um, good. Um, 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 good. What is good up to? Why are you, why are you doing it? I mean, we've spoken, a, I've, I've certainly said a lot of negative things about the judgment, but I mean, there's something that needs to be acknowledged, which is what Brennan said which is that that court was asked that question about whether you can do with your body what you want, whether you can use marijuana, yeah. and it said, hey, go ahead, right. which is just fantastic. It's, it uh, needs to be commended for that. Commended is a very good word. And the IDPC, the, one of the drug think tanks in Europe, came up with a, a, a one line that said, so now all of a sudden, 
we were getting used to a medical regimen or a retail regimen, and now we've got like this South African human rights regimen where you can grow as much as you want wherever you want as long as you can prove it's for you. For you. It, it makes 100 percent because where did the first law start? It's bad, bad, bad for you. Right? The Dutch, and then they took all of our genes, went over there, grew it, and now it's coming back to us. Screw <laughs> them, brother. We, you know what? That's why they speak Afrikaans funny. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ik wil niet van van jou mijn Nederlandse vrienden zeggen dat ik wil niet van jou allemaal zeggen we win. South Africa wins, brother. You took it away, but we claimed it. Yeah, we man. Claimed it back. It's something like that. It's a huge, massive human rights victory of drug policy. The right will, will to choose. Change, will they change the world policy? Oh no, watch. We're, we're in. Myrtle and I are thinking of the video. Uh, well, We've been invited yeah. to put the video into the to the uh, plenary session of, in Geneva in in November. Thirtieth uh, of October is our deadline to put seven minutes together of. Look what we just did. Well, we didn't do anything. We didn't get what we wanted at all. And I'm still a dealer. And I still need to go to trial, for Christ's sake, yeah. in the end. What, nothing really, really happened except it's so profound. I don't know how to explain it. Just can I, can, can I, I'll, I'll explain it to you. Okay. There are many people within this industry that claim titles. And I'm going to say this. There is the so-called the godfather of marijuana. There's the this, there's the this, there's that. For as long as I live and the uh, group of growers, and there are many that I am uh, friends with, you and Myrtle will always be, without offending anybody, but you will be the, uh, okay. the king and queen. Okay. The, you will be the, uh, the soothsayers, you will be the, 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 the Yodas. The, um, the yodlers. The yodlers. <laughs> the yodlers. Because regardless of what happened, and I know you hate me when I say this, but I don't think it could have happened to to better people. Because you are the you are the you are the epitome of what stones or not, dealers <laughs> or not. You know, it's that whole idea about we, the concept of what stoners are and 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 what drug dealers are, and yeah. and I go and I go, but but. You're not drug dealers. We are not drug dealers. We are not stoners. We are not what you think we are. We are people who have everyday lives, who work freaking hard. And be, you know, but marijuana makes you lazy. No, motherfucker. If you were, if you're lazy, you were lazy before it even touched you. If you were stupid, you were stupid before. If you were, I'm sorry to say that. If somebody said that to me and said to me, no, no, I'm, I'm tired of people saying that, that stoners are lazy, marijuana are, are lazy. When I, the, the majority of people in my life. Are marijuana smokers, and let me tell you something. They are some of the most successful, yeah, hardworking, loving, caring, animal supporting. They have to be hardworking. Fucking tree hugging people. They have to be hardworking because they all work for themselves generally. Yeah, well, but yeah, this is the thing. As an actor, my whole life, I've, I, I have because I'm very, I've always been very open about the fact that I smoke marijuana. And the difference has been this: if someone, an actor, screws up a line on a set and people don't know what it is, maybe he's been out partying. Coke, fucking, whatever it is that is, yeah. and he fucks up those lines the next morning. They're gonna go, ah, he's human, doctor, because they don't know what he's doing. Let me fuck up. Yeah, no, let oh, me fuck up. Ah, you, because, you know what? And good for that, because you know what? I never have. That's my reason not to. 
Just yeah. To, yeah. Maybe that's like, traditional, hey, bro. That's the, the standard of everything at Fields of Green is exactly yeah. that. Right yeah. down to the punctuation and the way you put out a tweet. Everything yeah. has to be locked down tight so you can't be called a stupid stoner yeah. and be blamed for so we, easy. Oh no, it happens all the time. Our default sure, setting is yeah, higher I guess they're nodding their heads yeah. saying yeah. It's, it's the it's stigma of it all. Just those things that you live with all of your life. <laughs> and most of you know, I've been looking at the hashtag Dacher. <laughs> the hashtag Dacher on Twitter for pretty much eight years now, six years. Yeah. Just looking at what happens. And most of the word Dacher at the moment is blaming weed on something about um, society at the moment. And the, the classic last week, that the horrible story of the, the, the dross rapist, yeah. somebody yeah, put they, it wouldn't have happened if they had it decriminalised Dhaka. And that was like the lowest, the lowest <laughs> it could possibly go. Anyway, anyway all of that, we have uh, a visit, it's two o'clock in China. For watching. We've got people Shea, like Marcel Barden Horse. Good. Hello, good. Um, we're gonna get to not restricting everybody. Don't worry, with there will be trade. There has to be in the end. We're not gonna stop fighting. No, 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 we're only just starting. And so I'm barely how everybody's growing marijuana in South Africa. I want people to realise how hard it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How much can we grow? How many plants can we grow? What's the strongest strain? <laughs> you tell us, guys. You tell each other in the comments all those things. Grow what you can. Gorilla Glue 4 is an amazing hard strain. however much you need. That's right. That's exactly it. If you can prove it is for personal use, you can grow from here to Sun City. So, so here's something that, that, that I think that all the growers out there and people that need to know. So just if, if you do and you happen to have a, a massive amount in you, to make oil, you're looking at a 10% runoff. So in order for you to make 10 mils of oil, you need the kg. No, no, no. you need 100 grams. No, we're doing mathematics no, again. No, Stop it. Mathematics. No, 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 no. There's a rule here. We don't do mathematics on the show anymore, guys. Please, no more mathematics. How many times we tried to turn pounds into kilograms? I personally need. So that's, that's 100 mils, 2, 3, 4, 5, 7. Yeah, it works out perfectly. <laughs> Uh, 10 to 1 is if you put 100 grams in the pipe, you should be one. getting at least 10 grams out. Once you've taken all the puts, and 100 grams of dry equates to sort of 400 grams of wet. 400 grams of wet is a plant. To get six weeks supply for someone with some sort of cancer of sorts. Can I bring up something? So there's the maths. A plant every six weeks. So how many can you grow? You should be planting one every six weeks. That's how much you you need. You don't, if you're in a climate where you do it in one hit, like the high felt, you work that out. You have got 52 weeks in the year, and if it takes you a plant a day, you need 365 so, plants in your yeah. garden. I think the advice is go home, open up your Excel in your bottom icon bar there, open up your Excel, <laughs> say Excel, Excel, my daily dose. I smoke two grams a day or half a gram a day. Then you count how many days in a month, you say equal sum, and you do all that shit, and you figure out how much you actually consume as a person. And then you figure out how many plants equate to that's, that. That's exactly. I've got a question for you. No, here's a question. Sorry, I'm, I'm rambling, rambling on. What, what about what about compassion clubs? What about people that can't yeah, grow? Well, what about people hey. that don't have the ability, who don't have the knowledge, the understanding to grow a high CBD or a high THC plant, or to do uh, um, full extraction or to do isolations? Now coming. someone comes along and they yeah. go, but then then you go to some, somewhere like Spain and Italy where you have compassion clubs where the person says, I suffer from 
A, B, C, D, E. I need, these are the three strains that I know work for me. And those three strains are grown by Buzz. You come along and you go, I, I need this, I've got anxiety, I've got cancer, I've got fucking all of these shit. Jules has got the three strains that you need. That to me is when it starts serving a purpose more than financial benefit. It's yeah. because people start becoming aware of their own medication and what they need. Right. They don't have the knowledge all the time, all the understanding or to grow the plant. A year's supply of your medication, that's the thing. How many plants can you grow is the question of, like, you're all going to do it all in one hit. How many should I put in now? But you have to put it in now, and you have to put it in in a month's time, and another month's time and to get a spread. Sun tracking, and it's yeah, indoors, totally. is it outdoors, so is it flush properly? Tony, uh, Tony Brudden's what was approached by a farmer in the Western Cape at some sort of symposium for mm -hmm. hemp. And he said, oh, I want to get into the hemp business, but I'm a farmer, I've got land and everything. He said, what do you grow at the moment? Mm. Uh, he said, uh, uh, courgettes. He said, courgettes, how long did it take you to perfect that? He said, oh, pretty much six years, eh? Mm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and there's only one thing in a courgette, and it's a courgette, and there's like 400 and something, 420 thingies, you know. Which, which I mean, it brings me to this point that is, is, I love at the moment is that the, at the end of the day, when the market changes and, and it, it all turns and it becomes more kind of a social thing, finally, after all these years, the cards will be in the grower's hands. And that to me is because I believe in the, it's going to become craft growing. Well, that's what is protected. That's what the, that's one of the major things that the the, the judgment actually did is yeah. protect the people who want to keep a strain alive for themselves and not be beaten to death by a licensed producer, okay. like in Canada. Yeah, the, the craft market's almost dead in most provinces. They've killed it yeah. with legislation and taxation. If I can Same in Northern Canada, uh, California. If I can interject, uh, this is the mom and pop theory brought to you by buzz <laughs> so what california what california had for 20 years was effectively decriminalization what holland has now is effectively decriminalization and these have been very lucrative bottlenecks mm. for what are half pregnant industries Correct. so what this effectively means is that if you have the stones to start defining all these questions you have yourself how many plants can I grow? Go find out. Fill your fucking garden How if you want it. You Tell us in six months if the cops knock you. Tell us in a year if you made a million bucks. These are things we are now going to have to find out. But this mom and pop phase is a honeymoon period. Yeah. Because the laws, I do not think, are going to get wider, can they, James? No, no. They can only get narrower yeah. from oh, here. Clearer, I hope. Clearer. Clarity would be cool. Let's see what they do come up with, this mythical figure of what you can have in the booty of Kaina. Mm. And Fields of Green will be there all the way to negotiate that track of, well, it's called proportional law. If you can have 67 cases of Johnny Walker, you should have 67 kilos or whatever weed. It shouldn't matter. It really shouldn't Fields matter. Fields of greed. Fog. Let's remove the fog, man. Let's let's the fog let's let's 66 pods of weed in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Oaks, Oaks, we went, we got lost and we pulled a full Dharma party and we ate ourselves in terms of topic there. So let's get... 
Back to where we were. But Vernon's so, got a point. What's Vernon's He's point? going large. He wants to build a hemp-based starship. He's going to need <laughs> several. <laughs> he's going to need several farms. <laughs> 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 uh, the starship yeah, Enterprise. I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to be uh, your Scotty on that. Chris Day makes a point. Whatever happens, they'll never kill craft cannabis. It survived a hundred years. Yeah, but you know, it, it, it would be really cool to have it like legit as well. Because as a craft cannabis, it's nice not to have some paranoia. Mm. And, 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 and here's the thing is, is the strains. The strains that are out there, and I know for a fact, we had Owen on, on, on set with us the one yeah. time. The um, Naughty Elephant Spray Water, the West Coast, they, um, <laughs> they've run out of sativas. They have run out of the sativa strains. I have been getting messages from saying, you know, what, what do we have to offer you, sativa-wise, in Africa? I'm like, oh, oh. well, what you got? Yeah, yeah. no, We got... Yeah, so, I got so, bank for dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, bank for so dollars guys, sounds we, good. We also, as much as what the Dutch and the, 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 the other growers, wherever they are, Spain, Portugal, West Coast, North Coast, Colorado, they have done what they need to do to, to get their strains out there. We have the knowledge, and we have the sun, and we have all of these beautiful genetics that are sitting here at the moment, and we are, it's a pioneering business for those yeah. that want to take it on, and, I, and, and I'm, I'm very grateful to the Constitutional Court for doing what you did. Yeah, Viva yeah. Constitutional yeah. Court. Yeah. There's, there's still going to be some collateral damage on the way to freedom, oh, yeah. but yeah. Luther continues. No, the hard work. But, but, it, but it's phase two. Now they believe us. Now we've got. Now we're legit because the guys in the green dresses they came out on mass. All ten of them went. Yeah, tick the box. That was unanimous. Powerful but we spoke stuff, about that last week, guys. I'm going to call it. <laughs> <laughs> so no, go check it. We spoke about that length last week. So, is everyone up for 30 more minutes because we're getting yes. into length extra time? So I'm going to go brrrr and can we go extra time? Yes. Okay, cool. If That'll I can do. have another one of these. Yeah, no, let me grab this all. Do you need drinks? If, if you I need can water have another one of these. <laughs> intermission, <laughs> yeah, intermission. Yeah, get your popcorn, Oaks. Get your popcorn. Because <laughs> we've got some good stuff coming up. Good to see you again. Hey, Three kids. Three kids? Yeah, it's all the three kids. Fuck that. I was very about it because three kids and God. My life just. Um, had to get a real job. Good. <laughs> so, so to you. Do you know that we met James in the waiting room to all go on the Nelly show? And Nelly at four o'clock on a TV3? And it was because of the Davis judgment. Mm. And I think you came in there on the fly of just being flat out on what on earth is the Davis judgment about? And I ironically, you're the first person we I called to go, it. what the hell was going <laughs> on with this judgment? <laughs> so we met you because of the Davis judgment. I had it with me and <laughs> I was still reading it. That's still one of the greatest interviews I've ever and, been interviewed and, and, and by. Nelly has got some presence on her that just brings it out of you. Yeah, oh. no, it's so easy to talk to that lady. Huh? She's very good at watching. Just what you just wanted to cuddle you. <laughs> Jeez, well I'm not so sure about that. Can I plant plants at my house? Yes. Am I legally able to bring seeds on me in the country? Yes. I want to build a hemp-based starship. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Invite us. <laughs> we'll stream it. So yeah, hemp treat hemp treat Galactica. So before we went all tangenty there, but it was great though, um, we were speaking about, so this was a real thrill for me that there was now this 
two great things in my life met in this club in Vancouver. Retro gaming and weed. Two of my favorite things. Coming so, coming soon, Rude. Yeah, well, now my, my question to the room, I'm going to put it to the crew, everyone here as well. If you had to com if you had to join weed with your absolute other favorite thing as a destination you would go to, what would it be? Jules, if it had to be weed and something that would get you off your ass and to the club to smoke some dank, it would have to be weed and... Sure. More weed. Hiking. <laughs> yeah, hiking's a good thing. Yeah, okay. going up a mountain. That's a really good thing to do with mosaic. Mosaic's the other thing. A club, just yeah. a mosaic. A mosaic <coughs> sounds really middle-aged and boring. Eh? But you I'm going off mos extreme mosaic <laughs> bag of skunk. <laughs> Mosaicing cliff faces. I'm using side glass. <laughs> so, okay. Is that what you said a lot? Uh, one of my favourite zones away from drug policy and everything is to mosaic shit on, yeah. on concentrates and get in the zone for 12 hours, wear the same clothes for three days and I have a shave. Yeah, I know, it's cool. Cool. It is cool. James, for you, weed and? Yeah, well, I can't inhale. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I do. Um, weed and law. So, there you have it. Yeah. I mean, sitting in the Constitutional Court on that day next to these wonderful, awesome people, um, that was one of the most incredible moments. Um, Hearing that court recognize your right to do with yourself what you please, that was yeah, yeah. one of the most incredible moments of my life. Me um, too. We're just dealing with the bigness of it. It's, yeah. it's like to infinity and beyond yeah, at the yeah. moment. And we have to pull it in a little bit because people can't deal with infinite numbers at the moment. For you, Joe, weed end? It's actually a rough question because there's, I have two favorite things. And like should be now, one of them is work. <laughs> well, we wow. work. Well, well, we we, we, we have a pretty office. groovy drug policy yeah. at work. We have a pretty. I mean, last week was bring a bomb to work day, but <laughs> it's like I day. love my job so much, and it makes me happy to be here. So that and you deserve it. I do. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm fucking rocking it. Yeah, no, good. Angel. Yeah, but yeah. otherwise, painting. I mean, if I have to go with like a hobby yeah. thing, crafty, painty, I usually do that with mushrooms, though. Okay. Well, why not? Brandon, <laughs> weed and? My daughter. Okay. Oh. Oh. Big bad oh, bill. Listen to that. Oh, <laughs> even the background. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let, me, let me tell you something. God, God has gifted, gifted me the most incredible talent. Yeah, she's said, cool she's, kid, I've never lied to her about what I do, how I do it, the weed. I've taken her to certain areas where I've gone and there's been grows and I've, her, her cousin has been on uh, weed oil for the last year and we were told in September that she was going to die by December she's still alive she's she's yeah. the doctors are baffled she's one of nine people in the world that have this cancer very rare cancer so the bottom line is is I can't lie to my daughter because of the stuff that this is this has happened my family has changed I've gone from being a naughty to somebody who's provided them with an opportunity for healing so my daughter is very much part of that and I, the problem is that she walked into a little thing at my house the one day on the garden. She watched mm. us, and I couldn't, I couldn't lie to her. Mm. I made mean, promise, and I said to her, "Babe, it's, it's, it's cannabis. It's, it's um, medicine. It's medicine plants." So she refers to it as medicine plants. <laughs> after, after, after the court case, I said to her, "You can tell whoever you want. Medicine. Daddy grows medicine plants. Yes, he does. Cool." 
There we go. Which right is one of the questions we keep coming back to on, on previous programs is what's the right age to speak to your kid about cannabis? From, and when they fucking ask when you. When they're born. When they ask you. When they ask you. They'll tell when you. When they're yeah. aware of it as being, right. you know, something yeah. to ask about, yeah. that's when you talk to them. Oh, how old are your kids? So, six, and then I was blessed with twins of four and four. Four and four. <laughs> wow. All at the same time. Isn't I four and four that is quite a day out. Did you notice that, that I was blessed with twins? You see, <laughs> <laughs> when, the doctor, when the doctor tells you the reason why the heartbeat is moving around and this child seems to be not so scary, I No, it's actually because there are two. That moment will stick in your eye, wow. in your mind like wow. somebody has just uh, fired a flash, fired a flash into Jamie, you. Oh. It's terrible twos, tantrum threes and fucking fours. Yeah. <laughs> Five, it starts getting better. Yeah, you'll, be, you'll be fine, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't, you don't, I don't believe that you get blessed in life with things that, that you are not capable of handling. And if, if that, that to me is a blessing. One child, one daughter is enough, Baba. Now you've got one and, and uh -uh. there's a blessing. No, but, but, but either that or you need to but, learn a lesson. But, I mean, you, you mentioned <laughs> it, right? And it's and like the only reason why I didn't, I didn't say it is because I figured that saying mixing children and marijuana was well, probably a bad thing. Whereas, <laughs> so I went with law and marijuana. Whereas... Yeah. The most favorite moments that I have are with my kids, and if there's those moments at night when I get to cuddle my daughters and say goodnight to my there son, there's nothing better than that. Uh, there's nothing better than that. I promise you. Uh, but I couldn't. I couldn't be. You know. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Uh, but I've got a theory about twins. A stupid stoner theory. I've got a theory that all twins are conceived on a Wednesday. <laughs> because that's the two for one special at Steers. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's, guys, we're going to carry on with that question around the room. You just work that out oh for a moment. Work it backwards. God. Maybe he's right. Guys, <laughs> you need help, dude. Yeah. Like, 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 there are people that think I'm... Uh, he needs help. The rest of them are cool, but this buzz guy, he's... He's slowly trying to hold him in the background. There's people out there going... Is that two for one? It's two for one. Stone is going, screw this, I'm out of here. Do you know what needs a Thursday special? It does now. Our chicken's grilled. So let's go around the room. Let's continue that question, but I'm going to put it to you guys in the back row, but speak loud so we can hear you. Weed and? Every single day of my life. Oh, hey. Every day. Every day. Weed and? Weed and gardening. Oh, Weed man. and? Weed and yoga. Yoga. Yeah. Yeah. Weed and? Spiritual healing. Fuck oh, yeah. 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 Weed and? All of the above. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. A room full of weed enthusiasts who so use it to Do you notice that nobody said weed life. and a uh, 308 rifle in a clock tower? Yeah, that's right. Weed and a girlfriend locked in the bathroom. I didn't know I had a girlfriend. So, I'm gonna. Should we say hello to anyone there? Guys at home, also, for you, say if it had to be your ultimate dream club, weed and? Yeah. Penelope, weed and what? Hello, Penny. Message retracted. Whoa, that was a story. <laughs> Uh, Leanne Weber. Leanne, goodness me. Hello, Leanne. Hi. Leanne's watching from the forests of Chichikama Way. Well, kind of oh, up, up in the mountains in Sedgefield. Oh, I love Sedgefield. Yeah, I know. Oh. They, um, they have a place called Masanwabi Retreats, and after the Sedgefield presentation, they gave us their mountain cottage for the night. Mm -hmm. And we went back and woke up. We didn't have to get up late. 
because the presentation, the next one's only 100 k's away, and we hung out there for a while, and we woke up, and there's like a drop-off, and there's a forest and a valley over there. And just outside of Nasna, there's a, there's a wolf sanctuary, and like I have a thing about wolves and that, and it, for me, arriving there and seeing that, I was just like... This is my home. <laughs> Where you like, I've been to that sanctuary. Yeah. Yeah, what kind of dog are you? Raff, 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 raff. Weed and life, weed and anything. Weed and zip lining. <laughs> weed and driving. And <laughs> playing with my kids. So someone there hello, said. Richard Crump. Wow, Richard. Hello, buddy. So someone there said, and this is, I'm going to answer the question now because it leads into our next topic. So someone there said, weed and driving. Oh. So I'm a real pleb when it comes to driving. Like when I get when when I was an IT when I had PlayStation till to today, the games I clock the most hours on are driving games. Top Gear, I watch that shit <laughs> more than once. And it shows, by the way, just where you going with this? We were very aware of that on the day. You are the reason I became so competitive. I never, I didn't know you as a competitive person. We had, we, had, we had a very, we had a very greedy day. So what we did, and just to preamble it, I told my friend, a very good friend of mine today, what happened yesterday. Okay. And he actually said to me, "Just go fuck yourself." <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to hear how good your life is. Because because for 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 a couple of hours there, time and reality warped, and my biggest dream came true. Wow! My objective yesterday for two hours was to drive as fast as I can, as high as I could be. No bullshit. Legit as fuck. Yesterday, one, two, three, four, couple of oaks in the back here, and a whole bunch of other people, courtesy of Ignition TV. Those motherfuckers on DSTV, shout out. And, and VW. 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 Yeah, we VW lenses and Amarok. A V6 Amarok. Yeah. VW, VW, very wicked week. And it's all down to um, the Business Day motoring magazine. Yes, Business Day, bigger shout out. They gave yeah. us, they, they, they contacted Fields of Green last week and said we want to set up a definitive test of straight to stoned to see what it's like. And... It was a Geritech raceway and on a skid pan. On a skid pan with a V6 Amarok, um, Amarok and um, uh, all the bells and whistles and all the people there with the stopwatches and advanced drivers to watch how we're doing. And they'd never been in close confines with stoners ever in their entire life. They had no idea. They were looking at us like we were zoo exhibits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that. We, was, we had our paraphernalia and we're doing dabs and they're watching the dabs. And it's like watching a tribe. Because like, oh, the range of tribes <laughs> went from people who have never touched weed before to oh, like yeah, us. Play it, play it. Play the whole screen full. We're going to play while we talk. There's a, there's a video that, I, that we quickly put together as a stick because we don't know what the answer is yet. Who's that handsome man? We don't have no idea what the answer to the definitive test is yet because Business Day have still got the statistics. Nobody knows what they did, but everybody presumes that they drove slower and more conscientiously because I'm videoing all of these guys in the car. Mark, this is my interior shots of asking people the same questions. How do you feel? 
How do you? How does he feel? I've had my times. I wanted to know. I'm not competitive, but I'm competitive. So, so the difference is, I had you in the car the second time with me when I smoked a, a bone, no, a joint. I had a couple of dabs. My my first time was one ten, one minute ten seconds. I know okay. that for a fact. Then with you in the car, having a conversation with me with that freaking camera in my face the whole time, and and being stoned. My time was one ten. <laughs> so the woman comes and says to me, how's that possible? I said, well, when I'm, this is the thing, when I'm stoned and when I'm not stoned, ah, uh, same thing. <laughs> so, same. but like you were saying, we don't have the results, so I just want to, I want to help you, let's give you all at home some context, you can have to visualize this with me, in your best, best top gear view, the Amarok standing on the skid pan, water, and... Those yellow, those orange cones, just out of focus. Clouds gently cruising by. Fogs of smoke coming out the little. Yeah. <laughs> the sprinkling. Yeah. In the pan yes. It was. It was perfect. Cause honestly, these guys said to me, "We're gonna go do this driving thing," and I thought, "Oh, it's gonna be cut boring. It's gonna be reaction times and that." So we get to this place. It's this legend place. It's where they test Lamborghinis. Yeah, they've and tested everything. Regeneration there. Everything well, forever. Before we even know about it, they've tested a car. Yeah. 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 So these guys are playing stick every day, and we don't know about it. <laughs> and so, and we rock up at this place. <laughs> we rock up at this place and they say, actually, we're going to cut the bullshit with yokes. What we're going to do today, you would have spent a day building up to get to, but we're going to get to the, the shit. Yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then they said, you see this nice V6 top of the line Amarok Bucky? VW says you can use it. Have fun. Ooh. Yeah, but those that are going to get stoned and they've said yes we love you VW yeah, VW we love is a you big thing. buses we've loved you forever the thing, um, the thing about, <clears throat> that I found remarkable about that was they actually said that VW weren't the first people they went to yeah. there's other sponsors around Geritech that they went to first that dropped it didn't want anything to do with it but VW's kind of had the, the hippie thing all their lives, yeah. you know, the, the combi, the counterculture, mm -hmm. the VW Beetle with the flowers on it and yeah. stuff. So maybe that's still their ethos with this chunky Amarok <coughs> testosterone thing. It turned out to be one of the top growers in the country. But <laughs> and we took, comfy that car, hey? And we took Indigo, what's yeah. it, and Robin. Yeah. Robin was with us Indigo and she'd girl. never been in an automatic before. <laughs> There's only two pedals! <laughs> <laughs> So but we don't, I don't want to spoil the whole story, but basically stay tuned for next week. We're going to do the results live. We're going to not, I think we're going to not read the article until we're live on air. Because what we did is, so the baseline was sober. Don't even wake and bake. Yeah. Stop smoking the night before. That was so. the hardest drive though. It was a really <laughs> terrible drive. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't enough coffee to get us there. And then another lap. On five, grilled, and then another lap on ten. And so we don't know what the results are, but let's go out on the line here. Jules, between your sober lap and your maximum grilled lap, faster the same, slower. I'm with Brandon. I don't think it made much difference to me. Okay. I, d I think I did exactly the same. The second time I was actually talking into camera while I was going around the bends to make the documentary in my head. So I had two things going on at once. And you got to understand, it's one of the most clever cars in the universe you know you just put foot and it goes i mean there's no nothing difficult about handling this car it's amazing you amazing think? machine you know? <laughs> except if your head breaks up <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we can we what is that noise <laughs> 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 why that noise is bugging me while <laughs> 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 
did the whole lap with the handbrake on. If I can't, I'm going to bet it's only so many people. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a get out of jail free one about the rhythm to the beat. Should I skip that or can we go there quick? Go there. Okay. Can we play the video quick? So, for those of you paying attention, Joe, her head's skitting like she's listening to a lack of jam. She's out, she was actually singing something about driving this daisy. Really? Yeah. But there was like, but <laughs> the second one, yeah, on the second one, there, the, well, on oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. On that run, and then, um, what are we getting but there? Robin, Robin actually said there should be music in the car, so she started laying down this beat, really, this beatbox thing that she would do as a loop. <laughs> So she said it was going to mess with all of She didn't do it for long because it messed with all of the... There's no audio on this, obviously, because yeah, I, so I don't need the audio. I just put the thing together. So basically so what here, happened... Look, here, look, watch. There's no music in the car. It was the handbrake. It turns out there was an answer to the mystery of the missing beat that Robin had laid a, a rhythm to, that Joe was skitting to. It turned out it was the handbrake like thing going ding. Ding, 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 because it was up the whole time. I'm suitably embarrassed. My best is Joe. Joe's, Joe's like, she comes at the car, she goes, how was it? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to guess my first time was the slowest. Okay. <laughs> but I made it around the whole fucking thing with that. But you think you're going to have been consistent? I think after that I was consistent. Okay, hey. cool. Brandon? So what, I know for, for a fact, uh, lap one and lap two was one ten, one ten. But then I saw your time, and I saw your time. Oh, have you? Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I listen. I have become very good friends with the marshal because she, we had that whole conversation. I don't want any. Don't spoil I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. So I understand. This. I was a one ten, and you guys, when I saw your scores, when it came to the third time, I was like, I've got two one tens. I'm averaging out pretty cool. <laughs> and I came around that 360 thing and that just seems to be <laughs> 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 two bollards oh, twang dude, no dude I knocked down a cone and then she got on my case but do you know that cone could have been a kid I was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where we called the, started calling the cones the kids yes I was yeah, like, but, but it's not a kid <laughs> if it was a kid I wouldn't be driving here and I wouldn't be this freaking stone that's the point Remember, ever at the end of the whole thing we're, we're having a debrief by the, the advanced driving guy that yeah. facilitated it and he said this is brand new to me i've never seen anything quite like it um, <laughs> it changes with alcohol different it, there is a difference mm. and the difference is uh, well i'm not going to tell you what he said yeah, yeah, i'm going to show you what he said yeah, amazing. Gonna, we'll put the video on next week of exactly what he said amazing. Uh, he said he's doing this objectively because he has no idea what it's like mm. to be stoned but he does know what it's like for whiskey yeah. yeah and everyone had to laugh at that but i asked how many of you guys now stoned or more stoned than you'd ever be if you were driving anywhere Eight Everybody, out of ten yeah, people. Yeah, people. everyone was doing 60 k's an hour in a multi-story car park trying to find the exit because that was like that was the biggest sprinkler in the world <laughs> <laughs> you know what i do if i had that car i'd buy slip and slides and i'd make the whole garden full of slip and slides and sunlight liquid can I just say something about Buzz? After everything was done, Buzz still came. He said, Hey guys, imagine if we take the diff lock off, we take this off. That's when I want to do it. I said, People don't assume that this.
pretty face. There's a daredevil inside this man that I didn't yeah, know about the world. He's a maniac. Um, it was fun. What I liked about yesterday was, because it was legitimised by a major national newspaper and Volkswagen and Geritech and the Advanced Driving School, etc., this might be a definitive piece of groundbreaking science because it was all written down and put together. Yeah. And what? I'm proud that it had fields of green all over. Things again? Uh, now we're pioneering oh, again on a Wednesday. Apparently, be careful of Wednesdays. Have you worked it back yet? I haven't, but I'm no, going to yeah, avoid yeah. Wednesday. I'm just going to go. He's going to be like Dan at one night at Monte Casino. The wine and dine at Monte. But anyway, it was a great day. Stay tuned. Next week, we're going to make a real effort with it. These guys made a genuine effort. It's amazing. For all our sins, though, I hope we do not end up inadvertently being in Arrive Alive ads for the next 10 years on SABC2. Do not be like Brandon. Do not be like Buzz. Here's a fear that I have. Arrive Blaze. He's getting rid of the fears. So I used to drive to, to SABC from where I lived and see all these these these, these signs. Chip is regal. I used says. And I used to always have this image of that, that bus, me, Brandon, during those times of Visidingo, out in the signs would read. Dope does dope. Oh yes. I want to go to someone and say, just make me up one anyway. You know what I mean? Make, make that one up. Dabs for dupe. Your dabs for dupe for days. Cool. Uh, should we say some shout outs before I get on to the news? Um, well, at this point, you're... Duck Garuk. <laughs> That's Raz Warren's cheese is kicked in now. Uh, uh, he would uh, Martin, Martin Latham would like to die love to drive a tank tread type vehicle or a Casper MK6. That's, That's what he wants to do stoned. Good for you, dude. Yeah, Over what though? Dude, if you if you get that machine, you invite me and we'll take the traction control off. <laughs> yeah, terms and conditions apply. Chris J, grow your own chickens. Don't support Babylon. <laughs> hey, Chris. <laughs> nah, nah, sound nah, advice. Nah, an old friend of mine, old Chris. I mean, anyway, cool running in the old days. Back when it was uh, right in the fours, I met Chris in. Yeah, I remember. Oh, no, he came and he did a whole expo there, and they had the most amazing things that they they showed off there, like hemp bricks and hemp, yeah. all of this and hemp. Way bricks. ahead of the time, eh? Way always, 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 completely. Yeah. It, uh, Chris helped us facilitate the Bathurst leg of the uh, presentation in the Bathurst Agricultural Hall, uh, surrounded by tractors and plowshares. <laughs> stuff. It's fucking bizarre. And I must, I must say, I must also say a nice thing about Chris's. What was her name again? She also she was like an OG one from we.co.za. Isn't it Megan? Megan? <sighs> Correct us if we're wrong there, Chris. Because we think top, top, top there. Samantha. Dude, dude, <laughs> yeah, dude. Strikes me as a lacquer chick, and I'm glad you're saying. But yeah. also, sometimes I wonder when I'm barely fucking holding on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, our next story of the week, uh, we're going to cut to the chase Jesus. on it. So, so this was in uh, Sports 24, part of News 24. Tunes SA athletes warned you still can't smoke dacha. Uh, cut to the chase. They say you can't use weed. Their quote is, although cannabis marijuana has been legalized, you got it wrong there, obviously criminalized, but anyway, for personal use in SA, 
It remains a prohibited substance as per the World Anti-Doping Code and are still on the 2018 list of prohibited substances. So that's fine and all. You are so dang fucking boring. But now, brass tacks of it, in what sport would weed actually be considered a performance in Sprinting, if there's a, a, like a, a Hershey <laughs> bar or something there and they're fucking <laughs> on your mask. <laughs> Get set. You check the spa doors closing. Can I just say, can I just say this? So the last we, we have, we have as, as, our, as our little crew from, from our little, what we do, um, we have been sponsoring an MMA fighter who has come out very keen about the fact that he's a, he's a user and he's a champ and he's a fighter and it's... it's have you had him on Mary Javi? Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Okay. Yeah, we, bring, we, bring, we bring on a, motor, a, a champion <coughs> motocross rider who has got Mary Javi all over his... And he's on the day that it was made, uh, wow. personally, blowing out of his thing. But he's like a champion. And we're bringing on an MMA fighter that we've been sponsoring for the last three, four months because he came to us and said to us, like, what can I do to stand up for the rights of, of people? Proudly and Green. He's, and Proudly Green. And he stepped up and I said to him, well, this is what we can offer you. And, and, and Buck Steele. Oh, Buck Steele. <laughs> me boy, that sounds hardcore, but still. No, you should know yourself because you go through loads of training routines, um, changing your body shape. But, Fuck it, bro. But how does it enhance your performance? Roles, it doesn't enhance your performance. It puts you in the zone. It takes no. away the pain. Yeah, but there's just a, there's a difference to the fact that like, I, I, I left a girlfriend the one day because she said to me, Why do you always have to smoke a joint before you read a script? I said, Because it takes away. The yes, obvious. It, it takes yeah. away the obvious for me. So when, because and she goes, oh shame. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. What? Okay. Don't let the door hit you on your ass as you leave. Or was I, that too obvious? I was just. I've just. I've, I've suffered my whole. My mom said to me when I, I started smoking in the army. And my mom said to me, I came back a changed person. And I know she's like, oh, you changed. You were so such a nice boy. And then, but I came back. Having dealt with my ADD and my ADHD that they were going to give me written for, and that, that thank God I went to the school that took me off it, but it did it, it allows me. The, uh, my brain rushes. It, 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 I don't need anything. I'm constantly. Getting I know a bunch of folk that blaze in the car park before they go to the gym. I used to. It's, it yeah. allows me so even, for gym, ago, even for gym, even for gym, even to even zone. Yeah, just it allows me to take that moment to make that moment my consciousness right now. Because it doesn't. You, you must see me trying to do projects at home. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. then let's let's. This feels too easy because we're all agreeing. But I think it's a loaded question because we all love weed. Yeah. Everything's better with weed. But now, if you were to be <laughs> participating in a sport, so now you've got your short shorts on and you've had your pre-game pre-game dump, <laughs> and you've done the raw raw raw, and you've listened to your your amp song. You sound like a jock now, bro. <laughs> exactly. What sport would you most dread? Participating in Wild High cricket. <laughs> Polo. Batsman. Yeah, cricket. Yeah, yeah, cricket. Polo. 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 Swimming was my favorite. It sounds like it sounds like zone. yeah. Anything with the ball, which yeah. is I any think, sport. I think anything, anything with, with a team. I think it's a singular sport. If you're doing something on weed, I don't think it's part of teamwork. One yeah. player only. It's, I think it's a one player only thing. Yeah, I would swim. And run and hours. cycle like Iron Man or whatever yeah. those, those, that kind those of thing. Up, yeah, kind of guns. But you can understand. And that's the whole team is fucked. Sharpens your concentration. 
concentration. Is there anything in life you dread doing while high? While high? Yeah. Having a, like a serious conversation with my mom. Is that? <laughs> yeah. No, that's a real I mean, thing. She, you know, <laughs> she's cool and everything, but it's still like a, I don't know, a respect thing, I think, more. I just feel like her eyes are prying deep into my soul and her eyes are saying to me, Joe, I know you're stoned. <laughs> but you should look at her saying, yes, I am. No, well, I do these days. Aren't you? <laughs> um, Justice is listening in. Hi, Justice. Hey, Justice. There's list, uh, there are limits set by the World Anti-Doping Authority for permissible THC levels now, and it seems fairly high or reasonable, but CBD is completely accepted with no limits. So in America, it's they, they really are, what, a half a generation ahead in That's acceptance. Here it's a valuable... It's, at least it's getting... At least they have an opinion you know where you stand. And if you don't like the rules of being in the high grade of athleticism with the with the association of sports people, that you you have to play by their rules. It's just like all the other drug test things we get in the workplace. Still, does that mean if I can smoke at home, I can? No. Well, yeah, you can go to work non-stoned with THC in you, like we were discussing with. Uh, I mean, that was a major. That was a major thread with the driving, James. The fact that. We were doing it immediately and getting in the yeah. car. Mm -hmm. We were actually blazing and then getting rushing yeah. to the yeah. car to be high. Yeah. But you were having to run to get high because there was so little time. <laughs> I was running off, waving, saying, I'm coming now, I've got to go get high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the high and the car were a long way away from each other. But anyway, so James, I know you're legit oak, you don't partake. That's cool by the pool. But if you were hypothetically to be stoned out of your fucking bracket. <laughs> What would you most dread having to do or confront? It's, um, I'm not sure it makes me legit that I don't do. I, it makes me. It just makes me sick. Uh, that's that's my. It's, I'm just unfortunate that way. Um, but I'm not okay with alcohol, James. I'm, I'm, alcohol doesn't sit with me in my brain. I mean, so, so it's yeah. for everybody. So I don't know. But um, I mean, I obviously tried it when I was young, and um, hell, I can't remember. Just to blaze, so the worst thing you would blaze. need to do after getting high was actually get high, which is a paradox. <laughs> in a box. No. But no, that's cool. Jules, <laughs> what, 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 what is your, in, your anti mosaic? Yeah. You're full of it tonight, <laughs> The anti mosaic. I don't think I've ever tried doing it not okay. stoned. It's, a, it's part of the whole ethos of doing the things I do around the house, all those crazy things I build and all the brickwork and the mosaics mm. and the pools and stuff, I, I wouldn't even think about doing it not blazed. Mm. It was like like you said the other day, driving to Geritech and not having smoked since the night before consciously. It was quite a weird drive. It's horrible. <laughs> it was a different it's dangerous. Drive. Very dangerous, yeah. Very dangerous indeed. Um, so, uh, just quickly on the having tests and stuff, whether you're a sportsman, whether you're in the workplace, the workplace thing you sign trumps any constitutional court really at this point yeah if they say welcome to the welcome to our team we may well be doing periodic drug testing as part of our insurance policy or covering our ass or as part world standards or something if you fail a test and they're coming in they're around it's a very legit question in our inbox at the moment if you can smoke weed at home you have to be able to be stoned at work because it doesn't go away for four weeks Exactly. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a brilliant question because the interesting thing is this, that 
your constitutional rights prevail. So you have now been given the right to use the stuff within your own home. Whether that translates into it being um, the constitutional court saying that that stuff can remain, and it seems to me that it almost by implication must mean it must that it can stay in right. you for a while, then that would override any contract you can... Is that a into. fact? I didn't know. Okay, yeah. that's a really good piece of news. So but then there'll always be a fight, and there is the CCMA and the... So, I mean, let's make it... Sorry, I'm interrupting you. No, no, I'm interrupting you, actually. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah. So, here's a great example. That if, for instance, now, well, we have the Constitutional Court saying you can use it by yourself. Your, your new employer says they believe that stoners are um, turned into useless individuals, and therefore, when you get employed by them, you have to sign this contract that says you can never use it. You sign it, right? right. Sign they it. found out that you've used over the weekend, okay. and they bring you into a discipline. They stand no chance. Indeed. Okay. okay. Good to okay. know. So the constitution would prevail. It supersedes. Beyond reasonable doubt. They would need to prove beyond reasonable doubt that you were high on duty if they were going to try and fire you for that. That you were stealing they photocopy were paper to I make Gehrig's. So there's a different, I mean, maybe this is an interesting or, or a useful um, point to make, is that in law, for instance, when it comes to intoxication by alcohol, you've got two crimes, actually. You've got intoxication, and, and the one we're most familiar with is driving with a blood alcohol level, level in excess of 0, 0.0, I think it's five. Oh, yeah. um, that's one crime, right, and that's what we usually get uh, prosecuted under. There's another crime, which is driving while intoxicated. And it can be driving while intoxicated because you've drunk too much cough mixture, right? It doesn't matter what. And that could apply, theoretically, to marijuana. I don't know. Um, so that distinction about being, for instance, intoxicated while driving your car, which is a problem and could make you, you could be uh, for file of that, could well apply um, at work. Okay, yes. Irrespective of whether your work's policy is that you can't use. A constitutional court has said, now you can use it. But there's a different thing going on. You can't be in intoxicated. Yeah, there's still right. yeah. other rights right. still yeah. apply. Right. Yeah. So that's the... Now, I think THNCs will apply. That's all going to be defined and so on. But you got into something interesting now. Mm. And we're coming into Land Oak. So this is time now. Last questions, last comments. Keep it real. Um, there was an article that came out this week about South Africa's first Dacha-infused Beer. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much everywhere. Yeah. Urban poison. It's a pretty big reaction to Urban it. poison. CBD, CBD infused, bro. Let's just be very clear about that. It's, it's actually not even CBD infused, it's hemp infused. Yeah, yeah, hemp. So, and, and let's be honest, guys. So there are a few people out there making what they were doing. And it's like, I've heard via the grapevine that um, uh, Coca Cola. He's jumping on the bandwagon. That's last week. Mm -hmm. oh, Check right. last week's episode, motherfuckers. Yeah, last last week. Week. So, 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 and I think, and I, I've, <laughs> heard, I've heard by the guy, I don't know if you spoke about it last week, the Marlboro Mar Mar is... No? Did it speak about that? Yeah, so Marlboro is also apparently going to be releasing a, a whole thing of... Well, they kind of had to. Right. People have been memeing them doing it for a long time. So does that, does yeah. that mean the new Marlboro man has to be able to do yoga too? <laughs> as long as he looks good in tights. Yeah. But yeah, everyone's moving in. So now, this, okay, so we know this only has hemp in. 
I know that there's rules though, because I got a friend, good guy, check them out, Monks Gin. They released a hemp infused gin. And I know it's a click a bit clickbaity because you see the logo and it's it screams weed, 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 and they said hemp infused, which was the responsible thing to say, listen, it's not THC, it's hemp. But they got taken to the advertising complaints, Oaks, and they actually had to remove the hemp part. Because as it applies, because you can't put cannabis or hemp because there's this weird loophole in South right. Africa that everyone says, yeah, but when I go to the bird shop, there's all these hemp seeds. And when I go to the fishing thing, there's these hemp seeds. But these are for non-human consumption hemp products. Right. So now what we're possibly, they may be infringing on an actual other food law. But do you know to get that just that cannabis. Could they possibly be in, because this thing says cannabis beer on it. That That's is, effectively yeah. trading in cannabis. Yeah. Yeah. Straightforward. Um, straightforward is, is about the one thing that is straightforward. If it has THC, that's the issue. Yeah. If it doesn't, um, well. I'm just trying to find what I showed you yesterday, lunch. I can't even remember so, where it came in from. Well, it had a hundred mics of THC in it. That's what the, uh, you showed it to me, the, the uh, mango infused. Yeah, the Blackweed Nation. Yes. What? Blackweed Nation. The, that's the juice we reviewed. No, 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 this is Durban Poison, and oh. the guy, when we were oh. in Sensa, when we were at the rap party at Sensa oh, yeah, yeah. for the CDCSA in the Eastern Cape, they had a 3x3 three three shell with Durban Poison on, and they had two taps, and I had Fields of Green for All on, and they read the thing with cannabis, and they drummed up a conversation with me, but I am actually really against, I don't like what I see about bringing these two cultures together. Yeah, 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 I'm totally with you, bro. I, 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 I don't trust it one little bit. They don't fit together in any form. If you want to have weed and beer, do it like that with a bottle. Don't put these two together. Yeah, 100%. All, all the mayhem of Let's weed draw that comes in with crayons. Weed, weed and beer. If you want to have weed and beer. Who, who sent me that? Did, did I put it on the group? The, the, the side by you side comparison. Yeah, that is black water group. thingy. They like did weed, that thing. Plus booze it was thing. Uh, Who yeah. the fuck wants greenies on purpose? Well, yes. here's, here's the problem is that if they are putting THC in beer, which they are either selling or giving selling. away or trading, some something, they are contravening the law. Yes, because at Sinsa, the guy's telling me today, the day we were talking, in Durban, in the main drag, they were launching hemp beer for the first time in South Africa. And I said, I don't like the way it's going. He said, no, 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 it's not, got, it's not like going to get you stoned. It's hemp beer. I said, well, it's the start of bad things to come. Yeah. And I looked him in the eye and I meant it. So you ca I'm sick I've of about that as well. You are, yeah, no, it's not cool right. because there are two very different cultures here, mm. and they do, they do, they the cold beer and a joint at the end of the day. Hell of a thing. Yeah, but you know what? I'm going to be real with you. The thing I'm going to be most, or the people I'm going to feel the most for, are one, the middle-aged people are going to be like, Honey, I bought this little six-pack of these Dacha beers. Uh, or these little 16-year-olds, they put all their 20 rands together, and one of them who just had a bit of pubage managed to get it right at the corner cafe to get a six-pack of these things. And they're all going to hold out for Friday night so that they can get massively high, which they're holding out for. And you know what it's going to be? Nothing. Failure to launch. Failure. So be real, guys. Yeah. Come on, man. You start clickbaiting a little. It's cool. I respect the hustle. Mm -hmm. But yeah. let's not clickbait motherfuckers. Just yeah, no, it's, really, it's, it's actually how it is. It is. You're right. You're right, buddy. You want, uh, and that is something that has always been like my thing with 
I was quite a heavy drinker. <clears throat> I used to love drinking a lot. Yeah, I did loads of drinking in my thirties. Well, it's part of growing up. Crazy stuff. Yeah, but, but, yeah but, you're yeah. still growing up in the thirties. No, one hundred percent. I mean, I, I, I um, that was a choice that I needed to make because th there was one that made me go, life is cool, and one that made me go, well, fuck life, and I had to make I had to make a choice because the one was not good for me. It just it just it, it was a negative effect on my being on my my, my existence and. I needed a reason, and I had a little girl, and that's, I, I mean, I literally quit alcohol for four years, like I didn't touch alcohol, and then I realized that I could actually, if I put my mind to it, I could have a glass of wine, I could have a glass of red wine, and, and be okay with that, and not, and not yeah. drink myself into a stupor, because I didn't know when to say no, you know, responsible even with, even, yeah, exactly, even with weed, I know when enough is enough, Jules, I mean, yeah. we spoke about it yesterday, you know, I know when enough is enough, maybe I didn't know when I was in my 30s. Well, or my twenties. You know what I mean. I'd be like a bong, 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 bong. <laughs> but, but, but it's not like that now because I because I have more. I suppose I have more to do with my life than sit around and smoke bongs all day. You know what I mean. So that was the other distinction they made at the racetrack yesterday was the fact that um, we know we're stoned. Yeah. We know that we you know we all put our hands up to say there's no way. But yeah. many a time, most people on alcohol think they're better than they actually yeah. are. They've got this arrogance. That's a test. Yeah, no, that's a But I think I think the most amped for next week's thing, guys. Really, tune in for next week's one. We're gonna make a big rura about this before we sign out, though, guys. In the studio, nice and loud. Do you think you went faster, slower, or the same at the end? Nice and loud. I think uh, after VW bought uh, Bugatti, I think we should actually ask them to uh, <laughs> allow us to Bugatti. Do you know what you should do? You put your fucking phone seven oh two about it, man. <laughs> <laughs> faster, slower, or the same? A bit faster. A bit faster. A bit faster. Okay. Faster, slower, or the same? Better. 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 Do you yeah. think the stoners went faster, slower, or the same? Faster. Faster, slower, or the same? Mellow. Okay, cool. Yeah. So guys at home, please, we're going to make a real deal. I am going to be like Christmas present under the tree and wait with the results. So I'm going to be really good on everyone else. Because if anyone fucking sneaks a peek, I'm going to be pissed off. Sorry, sorry, I did. <laughs> well, you kicked out already. That's all right, you're not a guest next week. You're on my red Rizzler list. Fan your URL. So guys, any final thoughts? Any final shout outs? James, sorry it took so long. It's quite a long haul. This is normally an hour, but no, good. There, there is so many questions because of this judgment. We really appreciate you um, leveling the playing field a bit and actually making this whole thing about how much can I grow. I think we thrashed that out now. Yeah. What we can, you you're the only person to answer that yourself. Yeah, as much what as is, you yeah, need. Yeah, as much as you need. So good luck with that. Do the maths and multiply it by twelve months, and there you got a figure, you know. Yeah. And then we'll we'll check this next week. Please remember like, share, subscribe, and also our other biggest asked questions are where can I get seeds? And I think what you aren't asking is where do I get the grow supplies to go with those seeds? So seeds, um, I think green smoke room. Green smoke room. Um, I'm a deadly. Anyone else we should give shout outs to for seeds? Pharmacy. Pharmacy, I always forget pharmacy. And then for uh, grow stuff, GT Hydro, please. You know, yeah, these folks have gift stuff, man. Man, they've just been so good to us. You know, this springtime, they're really, really generous folk at GT. I yeah. was there yesterday. It ah. was busy. Busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Everybody be growers now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, over the grove. Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. Or push Shane was like, 
You're not funny, bro. <laughs> Guys, it's been a great episode. Please like, share, subscribe. Stay lit. Bye. Cheers. Check. <laughs>